Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport and I congratulate you on the choice you've made to download or subscribe to us. We'll be bringing you all the news and interviews from England's Tour of Sri Lanka as the Test Match Series starts this week. I'm Andrew McKenna and I'll be guiding you through today. Coming up we'll be hearing from the England head coach Trevor Bayliss who has confirmed Johnny Bairstow will not be involved in goal. He's not available for this Test Match and that's as much about looking a little more long-term as well. He has come on a long way um, over the last uh, week or so, but with obviously another winter tour and later on this winter and then a big summer, obviously, didn't necessarily want to risk it. And we'll also be bringing you over 500 Test Match wickets of experience as James Anderson talks to us about the difference of being a seamer here and at home. Not necessarily a negative way of bowling, but you'll have catches in front of the bat rather than in the slip cordon. Things like that, and just reverse swing might play a bit, bit of a part as well. Uh, and just using slightly different skills than you would in England. So it's just that change in mentality more than anything, knowing that you're not going to necessarily blow teams away in, in a spell. It might take a little bit longer. So plenty to get our teeth into then. Don't forget, the first test starts in goal on Tuesday morning. Every ball exclusively live on TalkSport 2. We're going to be with you from 355 because the toss takes place at 4am. Well, welcome along to today's edition of Following On Podcasts. Let's start with um, an update to the story that we mentioned a couple of days ago, and that is the Pelicali Test Match, the second Test Match. And I mentioned about the fact that it certainly appeared that the game would be taking place in Pelicali as planned. Officially, there is no update to that. However, I'm led to believe that in the next day or so, it will finally be confirmed that it's the Pelicali second test match and not another test match in Colombo. So unless something drastically changes in the next 48 hours or so, we are all heading up to the tea-growing region once again. What I would like to just say to you is, it's not just fans being caught up in all of this. I mentioned 
this before a couple of days ago uh, that our hotel had got in touch with us and asked us whether we still needed our booking and we said to them yes very much so well guess what a couple of days ago we got contacted by our hotel and they cancelled our booking so we had to do some searching around and try and find somewhere with eight rooms ourselves. If you've been affected or if you know someone who has, then you genuinely have our biggest sympathies. It is not a great situation to be in. Good luck to you if you are in that and hope you get something sorted sooner rather than later. Right then, on to cricket. It's been a couple of days since we spoke to you. In that time, England completed their two warm-up matches in Colombo. I spoke with the leader of the attack, James Anderson. Well, James, we're a couple of days out from what would be your 144th Test match. You've done this a few times before. How do you feel going into the start of a new series? Uh, yeah, I feel good. Um, it's obviously for, uh, for us seam bowlers very uh, a different challenge than than the summer uh, English conditions, but uh, it's exciting, and you, I think we're we're all very excited to get going. It's a, an opportunity for us as a team as well to to sort of build on what we've we've. Uh, developed over the last sort of 18 months to two years we had a really good summer really good series win against India and we want to build on that we want to sort of take things forward and, and keep improving as a side you mentioned the change you, you put in a lot of work ahead of the time when you saw the scorecard of one of the recent South Africa Sri Lanka test matches when they opened with spin first change spin second change spin did your heart sort of drop a little bit there thinking this is already a tough tour and now it's getting even tougher yeah, I think you know we, we knew that that's the way they've they've gone with their sort of conditions over here, the pitches that they play on. Uh, they're, they're trying to give themselves an edge, and, and you know their strength is their spin, so uh, they try and use that as best they can. And we, we were well aware of that, uh, you know, months before this tour. Uh, and it, it, yeah, it's sort of I wouldn't say disheartening for a seam bowler, but you you realise that when you do get an opportunity to bowl, then you've got to make the most of it. Um, obviously, it's hot out here as well, so you've got to try and. Um, you know, give it your all. For it. it might be short spells, sort of four, or five overs spells, uh, and just give everything you've got for that that short spell. So, what's the trick as a seam bowler then bowling in Sri Lanka? Because you, you've had decent success here, uh, one fifer, eleven wickets in Sri Lanka all up. What's the differences from from home to here? Well, it's just a, a different way of getting wickets. I think you've got, you've got to change your mindset. You're not going to get sort of. The, the nice edges behind the keeper to the, to the slips. You're not going to have three slips and a gully all the time. Um, your field might be slightly different, um, and it's sort of not necessarily a negative, more negative way of bowling. But you'll have catches in front of the the bat rather than in the slip cordon, things like that. And just reverse swing might play a bit, bit of a part as well. Uh, and just using slightly different skills than you would in England. So it's just a it's just that change in mentality more than anything, knowing that you're not going to. Uh, necessarily blow teams away in, in, a, in, a, in a spell. It might take a little bit longer. Are you ready to go? You've only had 12 overs with a red ball in the middle. I know there's been nets as well. Does that maybe reflect also the fact that you know your own body and you are 140 tests into your career and the fact that you know what you need and what you don't need? Well, yeah, I think it's, uh, it probably reflects how many overs I'll probably bowl in the game as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, it's, not, it's not too long since we finished the, the series in the summer. Uh, we've only had a few weeks since then, um, to, you know, before ge- gearing up for this this tour. So we, it's not it's not like we've had months in between series, and takes that you know it doesn't take that long to, to get back into the swing of things. And um, I think the thing for us out here is just getting used to the heat. So you know, having a few 
uh, overs in the field, even in the game that I've, I've not played, I've, I've still stood out in the field to try and get some overs in the legs, uh, things like that. It's just it all adds up, and um, yeah, I think it for me, I feel I feel ready to go and feel like I've had enough uh, enough bowling. England don't often go with three spinners in a game. Is there a case for actually saying if your strength is seam bowling? stay with it even in these conditions I mean, I'm thinking back to Clive Lloyd in, in what mm. the late 70s early 80s saying well West Indies aren't going to bowl spinners again because our strength is seen bowling is there a case for England to say our strength is seen bowling therefore we stay with it there is a case for that but I think you know it's very hard to say this far out of a test match you don't know what the conditions are going to be if it's an absolute beach then you're obviously going to play your spinners um, and we've got three quality spinners in our in our squad um, so yeah, it, it, I mean it's a, it's a, t- a tough one, and I think depending on the conditions, um, you know we're lucky that we we have got a, a real strength in our seam bowling, um, and it it's, it's going to be hard to leave people out, I guess, um, when when it when the time comes. But that's unfortunately the, the nature of the the game, and you know I think we've just got to look at it as a positive. We've, we've got a really strong side at the moment. Just finally, three match series. It's always important to start well. This Gaul test, Sri Lanka have a great record there. For England to win down in Gaul would be a big ask and, and would be a huge, huge uh, statement in this series. Yeah, it would. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's similar to, the, to going to Australia and, and playing at the Gabba. You know, they've got such Australia got such a great record there, and you know it's such a key part of the that series. And you know, when we won in Australia, we we uh, drew that that game at the Gabba, and it kept us in the series and gave gave us confidence going forward. Um, so, you know, we wouldn't be disappointed with a with a, a draw, I think, at goal because of you know, as you said, the Sri Lanka's record there is, is incredibly good. Um, but we'll go into that test match trying to win it. Uh, we know we've got the players that, that can beat this Sri Lankan team. Um, so yeah, we're just hoping for a, a good, solid performance to start with. The team travelled to Gaul yesterday, got themselves acclimatised and have their first workout in the sunshine on the southern coast today. They were pretty fortunate as it happened. England were in action this morning with the Sri Lankans getting the afternoon session. However, England got the better of that deal because just as they were finishing up, the heavens opened. And we got to speak with head coach Trevor Bayliss in a hospitality marquee as it bounced down. Trevor, coaches always talk about wanting selection headaches lots of people putting their hands up you certainly got that for this game yeah no it's we have um and that's a sign that you know we've got more than 11 guys putting their hand up to play in the team um i think it'll get down to what we what we think will yeah take 20 wickets on uh, on this particular pitch um so yeah we've got a bit of uh, a bit of thinking to do over the next uh, couple of days how clear are you in your mind? I mean, we had a crack earlier and could come up with probably six different 11s. I ended up with a team that I think had 14 in it at one stage. <laughs> it, it, it's tricky for us. You obviously know the inside line. How close are you in your mind to what you'd like? Uh, well, one closer than you. I've got about five in my <laughs> mind. Um, look, I think as, as time goes by and we're discussing things amongst the, you know, the coaching group and uh, Joe Root, uh, the captain... You know, we're starting to get a little, a little clearer. Um, possibly, we're still, you know, we're still not there. I, you know, we want to have a, you know, a look at the wicket closer to, uh, you know, closer to the match. It's got a little bit of moisture in it at the moment. I think they've put a bit of water into it uh, last night, but there's still two days to go. So, wonder if these covers are down for a little while, it might hold a little bit of that moisture. But I still expect it to, to dry out and spin as the game goes on. Yeah, if there's a bit of moisture, you know might have a little bit in it for the pace bowlers but it might still spin with a bit of moisture in it as well. Is there also a case of not getting if you like tied down to 11 this far out because 
we've, we've just started the interview and the heavens have just opened. It, that can happen. You have to have some degree of flexibility. Yeah, definitely. And that's why we're, you know, we're not committing to an absolute 11 right at this, this very moment. You know, we'd be silly to do that in these weather conditions. Um, so we'll, we'll look, we'll, we'll, just, uh, we'll just have a look at the, the wicket over the next couple of days and then uh, come up with the right, the right decision on uh, game day. Johnny Besto has come on leaps and bounds. Is he in contention for this test? No, he's not. He's, uh, he's, he's not available for this test match. And that's as, as much about looking a little more long-term as well. Um, he has come on a long way um, over the last uh, week or so. Um, but with obviously a, a, another winter tour and um, yeah, later on this winter and then a big summer, obviously, we didn't necessarily want to risk it um, make, just to make sure that he is absolutely 100% um, by the time he plays. So does that mean automatically Josh Butler keeps or does Ben Fox, who was flown over as standby, is he in your thinking as well? Uh, no, they're both still very much in our thinking um, and that'll get down to probably the, you know, the combination that we want to play. Um, so... Obviously, definitely one of them will be keeping. Um, but how, how we structure the how we structure the batting order and how many uh, you know, what, what bowling what combination of bowlers we put into the team could determine uh, who eventually gets the gloves. I mean, on the bowlers, it would look difficult to get both James Anderson and Stuart Broad in. You know, to leave one guy out who's got 430 sets wickets and another guy who's got over 500 would seem harsh, but. Is that just the fact of life in the subcontinent that you've got to pick horses for courses? Yeah, look, obviously, uh, two unbelievable bowlers, um, and I'm, I'm and I'm sure we'll play a part during this test series. Um, you're right; we have we, we've got to pick a team that we think will take 20 wickets on uh, on some of these uh, on, on these wickets. And here in Sri Lanka, some of these wickets are different. So, you know, a team we picked for the first test might well be different for the second test, for example. Just finally, um, Rangak Harap will play his last test match before retiring. A man, of course, you knew well. Um, he's had a sensational last five years. How much of a factor has he been uh, for Sri Lankan cricket? And how much of a factor do you expect him to be in this game? Because we're all assuming the pitch is going to turn square because they want to send him off in fine style. <laughs> oh, look, uh, look, whether the wicket turns square from ball one, I'm not really sure. I think it will turn as the, certainly turn as the game goes on. But look, Rangan is uh, a wily old customer. Um, you know, he doesn't necessarily need the ball to be turning uh, turning square. He's got a few other tricks up his sleeve, um, yeah, other than the ball turning. Uh, so look, we're going to have to be on our uh, yeah on, on our best behaviour from a batting point of view when he's uh, when he, he's on bowling. Um, certainly, obviously, you know he'll want to go out on a high, and I'm sure Sri Lanka will want to send him out on a high. Um, you know, I wish him all the luck, but uh, hopefully we win. Would it be a case that he would be regarded a lot higher in world cricket if it weren't for Matai Murarika? And obviously, they got Murali was an absolute legend of the game. Harak would be probably appreciated much more, would it not, for Murali? Oh, I think that's probably without doubt. Um, you know, he debuted in 1999, um, and he didn't. I'm not. He hadn't played for five or six years, I think, and he came back towards the end of uh, Murali's career uh, when I was coaching here. I think, as I said, five or six years without playing. Um, and since then, you know, over 300 wickets um, at a yeah, at a very good average. So um, he's a he's a dangerous uh, dangerous bowler, and we would be glad to see the end of him.
Tomorrow, the skipper will be on media duty. Will Joe Root have any of the answers about team selection by that point? The only way to find out is join us here on the following on podcast. Remember to set your alarm early on Tuesday because we are exclusively live from 3.55 on TalkSport 2 to bring you the toss and the build-up to the first ball at 4.30am. This is the following on podcast from TalkSport. Thanks for joining us. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. We'll be back tomorrow Test Match Eve. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 